Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Game Global Podcast, hosted by Kieran Callum. <laughs> Best advice ever. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Game Global Podcast, hosted by me, Kieran Callum. As I always say, this is the show that is here to give you free tips, tools, and resources that you can use to smash your dating, your sexual, and your romantic goals. Now, today, I have another dating coach interview. Is a very special man by the name of Mr. Ryan Black. Now, what we're here to speak about specifically today, though, is how to actually keep a woman attracted to you. So while being a dating coach, Ryan is actually also in a relationship with an incredibly beautiful woman who you'll see if you follow him on his social media. But this question is, as all men, or at least men who are involved in the scene to some degree, you meet a woman and at first she thinks you're hot, she thinks you're sexy, she wants you 1,000%. But then as she gets to know you, either just by dating you or maybe getting into a relationship and falling into certain patterns that attraction can and often does dwindle over time so what me and ryan are going to speak about today is how to keep it so that she wants you just as much after one year as she did after one day so ryan hello hello and thank you for coming well thanks very much for having me and it's yeah it's a very good topic and a very interesting question Actually, before we get going, could you um, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself as well, like your story, where you come from, and how you specifically help me? Yeah, sure. In a, as quick time as possible, uh, I spent most of my life being quite, uh, quite introverted uh, and actually quite socially anxious. Very, I was mostly comfortable around like a small group of guy friends talking about sort of uh, ideas and and science and stuff um, and then through towards the end of university uh, I was actually in just this one relationship that I sort of awkwardly stumbled into and uh, towards the end of that I I found out about this community I found out about the, that book the game um, and got into that nothing really worked for me until I discovered that there was a way rather than those sort of very technique based routine based kind of stuff that most you know most of the material was out there I discovered there was actually a way to go up to women during the in daytime situations and kind of use honesty and self-expression to actually uh, meet and connect with them and that uh, pretty much changed everything for me and so I've been actually teaching that kind of method uh, and model uh, since 2011 to guys all around uh, the world from the UK to the US etc um, and yeah like in, in terms of my like where I've come from, and I think that's, it's important going into the kind of relationship stuff is I think some of the very common issues that are basically because of society, um, so, uh, society essentially teaches us that uh, the only model, the only way to uh, sort of do relationships is you meet someone and then within the first sort of few weeks or so to a month, you're supposed to kind of pledge essentially uh, monogamy forever for both, you know, to, uh, to each other. And most of the time I feel that that 
for most people, that's just too soon. And it just sets up the dynamic in a really, uh, in a really bad way for like for the average guy. So my, like my biggest thing that I tell my students when they go through my programs and they come out the other side and they've kind of got some tools and things like that is don't immediately make the first girl that you kind of uh, do the whole process with and you end up sleeping together for the first time. Don't immediately make that girl your girlfriend and then just sort of ditch all the stuff and stop, stop approaching and going out and stuff like that. So I, I do suggest going through a period and I went through that period from about 2011, 12, 13, 14, et cetera, where I was dating a lot of different girls at the same time in a kind of open relationship, ethical way. I certainly wasn't lying or, or cheating or anything like that. And I think that was important to do to go through that, that period of time because like one of my biggest things is if you're going to be with one person, uh, with one girl, then you need to know, you need to number one, be coming to that from a place of choice and abundance, uh, not from a place of kind of fear of loss and scarcity, which is where most people are coming from in relationships. And uh, number two, you need to know for sure that she is the best out of uh, you know a wide variety of options. So what ended up happening was uh, you know this relationship that I'm in right now. Um, the reason, like one of the many reasons why I'm very happy to be in it, is because this girl has all the qualities that are important to me that I'm looking for. And the thing is, is like um, you know when I was dating two, three, whatever, up to five girls at the same time each one of those girls sort of gave me one or two things, right? Some were like, you know, fun party, some, you know, the sex is amazing, whatever, they're super hot. Some like we had interesting uh, intellectual conversations and they were, you know, they were into whatever personal development and learning and stuff like that. So they each had a certain thing and I sort of took them for who they are in that. But when you find one that has everything, then it's like, well, what do I need all these different uh, you know, these different aspects of all these different girls and the time and the effort that it takes to kind of be managing multiple relationships. It was like, I'm I'm, I've done that now. And now I can focus on other stuff, on travel, on my other hobbies, on business and other things, on actually seeing my mates again, which I just wasn't doing at that time. And then have this one girl that has all the things that I'm looking for. But the question is, well, the thing is, is that you need to know what those things are. And the only real way you'll know what's important to you is by having a a bunch of experience so to me it's like most people are doing it the wrong way around they're jumping straight into monogamy without really knowing themselves very much without knowing what it is that they actually want what things are important to them and they're coming to that usually from a place of scarcity and fear of like oh i don't want to be alone rather than from a place of well i have you know five or six options here but this one is definitely the best one all right so are you then saying then to try and circle this round to the topic of this conversation. Are you effectively saying that the way to keep a woman attracted over time is number one, to find someone, it, what is effectively to find someone who you're perfectly aligned with so that you're what she wants just as much as she wants, she is what you want. And then are you then saying that if the two of you are aligned, for instance, you both like to go out and party, you both have the same sexual interests, you're both interested in philosophy, you both like to watch sci-fi films or whatever, that that in itself is enough to keep the relationship going or are there other things that you're doing on top? Is that basically like the starting point for a fantastic relationship or is that like the be all and end all? Yeah, great question. Uh, I think that's, that's definitely a good starting point, right? And um, 
I think that like too often, so when you're, if you're coming from that place of there's at least some level of abundance. So at least you've been going on a few dates with this girl, nothing's, you know, you're not at that point where things might be exclusive. There's also other girls that you're messaging or texting or maybe going on dates on as well, just so you at least have some feeling of, uh, you know, if this doesn't work out, there's, there's something else that, that was the biggest thing. Like whenever I'm in, uh, cause I was in a, a, a very long relationship before this one as well. Um, as long as that was going on, it was great. It was fantastic. But I always knew, right. I had the complete knowledge and certainty in my mind. If this doesn't work out for whatever reason, I know that I have the ability and the tools and the skills to go out and create another relationship that could be just as good, if not probably better than this one with a girl just as attractive or even more attractive and younger and even more into me where the sex is even better and everything else. Like I just know that I have that ability and having that in the back of my mind, most like most guys are going into a date, going into a, a situation, going into that talk about, you know, what are we, what is this relationship? Not with that certainty. So then what they're really, what they're doing a lot of the time on a date and in conversations and in interactions is there is in their mind they're thinking what do i do or say right now to get this girl to like me or to be attracted to me or to want to see me again or whatever it is or want to have sex with me and once you're doing that what you're doing is you're modif you're asking the question how do i modify myself how do i modify who i am to suit this other person and that that's immediately right that's literally the least attractive trait you can possibly you can possibly ever have right? It's the attract, it's the trait of neediness of, I need you to like me. So what do I have to do and say to, ch to change who I am, even if it's totally different to what I think and what I believe so that you'll, so that you'll give me whatever validation, acceptance, sex, etc. And most guys are coming from that place. So the biggest thing is you're not like, I think and girls and guys both do this. They go on to a date and the girls are like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, I'll hide the crazy or whatever. They're putting this facade this other ver this version of themselves they think the other person's going to want and then forward and then sort of developing this relationship but the thing is like if you develop the, a relationship on the basis of that you're developing it on the basis of this fake persona that you're not and so like the, like the biggest thing and this is this is one of the things that again sort of uh attracted me to uh my girlfriend right now is like we both sort of, after a while, like when I was go going around and dating all these girls and whatever, teaching courses and doing a lot of approaches and things like that, I realized like the more I stopped doing that, the more I just was myself, the more I got like really honest reactions uh, from women, whether, whether good or bad, and that acceptance, like it's an acceptance of of circumstances and things and also hold on, hold on. when you say the more yourself. you start when you say the more you start doing that do you mean the more you stopped putting on a front exactly to the women who you were okay cool exactly the more i, I stop like, trying to be this oh i have to be alpha i have to be cool i have to be whatever like interesting or fun, whatever it is and i was just like i'm gonna just express me in this moment the more i did that the more the reactions were either like really positive and it created an immediate awesome interaction and and uh and sort of vibe or whatever or they were like oh politely no thank you and that's and most people are so scared of the polite no thank you that they're like oh what what technique do i use so that every single girl i speak to likes me there's no such there's no such thing as that and that's well, i think that's the biggest thing that 
that kind of in the in the community that I uh, that I've spent a lot of time pushing against is this idea. Of course, there's ways of expressing yourself that are more likely to land a certain way, but there's no thing that's going to make every girl want to have sex with you. There's no such thing as that. Um, yeah. So something that I'm yeah something I've to kind of tack on to what you just said, something I'm quite aware of is that a lot of, well, pretty much most guys who enter this community are in it because you come from a place of lack. Women didn't want you. Well, women didn't want any of us, really. It's why you care enough to actually learn this stuff. And you fantasize about being, let's say, the male version of an IG model who just has people throwing themselves at them left, right and center. And... Something I've noticed from a lot of the guys I coach is that they want me to tell them that there's a way that they're going to get to a point where no single woman is ever, ever, ever going to reject them. But it's like, that's actually yeah. not the case because it's some women might think you're too old. Some will think you're too young. Some will just not like the look of you. Some will be lesbian. Some will be married. Some will have just gotten out of a strong relationship. And as a result, they just can't handle anything. Some might have had a death in the family quite recently. It's like literally just it. Even I had Dale Valor on this podcast. Um, he's another dating coach. I don't know if you know him. But I had him on here about a month ago. And he was telling me the story of a time when Justin Bieber was in LA. And Justin Bieber saw a gym advert. It's like on TV or something. And they're advertising, well, the gym. But the point is, there's this beautiful woman who's doing all the talking. He sees her. He likes the look of her. reaches out to the gym and says, hey, can you get me her number? So the gym actually do that. And then he contacts her. Now, he said, where's the effect of, hey, it's Justin Bieber. I just want you to know, I think you're attractive and I'd love to hang out with you. You would think, especially this was like a few years ago when he was like more active and whatnot, but you would think that she would have had a near orgasm and swooned and, oh my God, Justin, oh, Justin. But actually, that's not what happened. What happened is she was like, excuse me, who the fuck do you think you are? How dare you think you can just come over here and then just, you know, announce yourself as Justin Bieber and then I'm just going to go out on a date with you and do whatever. I've got way more self-respect for myself than that. Boy, it's even Justin Bieber is encountering women that don't want to be with him. So something no, we as men... Mm, it's actually know, right. And this is, this is something that. I always say to, to guys as well. It's like you, the idea that you can do something without any possibility of rejection completely disregards the fact that just like just like us guys, women have certain types and certain things that they find attractive and certain things that they don't. And you can't know for sure what those things are uh, right off the bat. Like there's, there's some, there's some like very attractive girls or whatever, and their type is the exact opposite of you. Nothing you do or say is going gonna, is gonna to change that. But there are, it, conversely, there's her friend who's just as hot or hotter, who her exact type is exactly you. And you don't know that. All you can do is go up and give it, give it your best go. And yeah, like, for, like, and I, I would say as well, like the inverse of that uh, Justin Bieber story as well is my, my girlfriend is actually an Instagram model that has tons of guys throwing themselves uh, at her all the time. Um, and she's been, she's been rejected. She was just telling me the story uh, the other day to, to a mate of mine uh, about the story of her being like being really, really badly rejected and a guy just being like, yeah, you're ugly. And it's like, she's had to deal with that too. Like no, nobody is universally attractive to all people. So the, the, then, the, then once you are, are willing to accept that, then the goal is not to change or modify yourself 
to try and be attractive to more people. It's just like find those people that are already for whom you're already their type and just be like, you're right. And you don't have okay, to okay. So, do that much. All right. So here's my thing. So number one, you're, you're going at, you go out there. So for any man who wants to keep his woman attracted to him over time. So he goes out there and he, he has, he meets lots and lots of women to have knowledge and let's say belief in his ability to attract women and also to know the specific sorts of women that he's into. Fine. Boom. And then after that, well, in conjunction with that, he's also not putting on a front and he's actually just being himself. Number one, so that he can have some self-respect and also number two, because that will totally amplify the attraction he gets from the women who are attracted to him. Because on some level, as well as him actually being his authentic self, which is going to be quite novel, they're going to just resonate with it because it's exactly what they want. But yeah, when brilliant. he's in the relationship with this woman, so he's in a relationship with a woman for six months now. Because this is the basic point I'm trying to get at. You're in a relationship for six months and maybe you two are actually perfectly aligned with each other. Is it not possible that things can start to get a little bit, let's say, dull, less exciting, tedious, monotonous, etc. even with two people who are actually perfectly aligned? Let's say they've been together four years or so. What does this man do? He's met his perfect queen. He's met his perfect queen through going out, building his social skills, enhancing his ability to meet women and knowing he can meet women any way he wants to. He's also being himself authentically. So he finds someone who's right for him. How do those two keep it going long-term? Yeah, so what, one big thing I remember, uh, a massive mistake that a friend of mine made, it was actually my uh, a good friend from university who was the guy that introduced me to the book, The Game, that got me started on that whole thing. And he got great success with it. And then I remember he was a few years into a relationship and the way he would act with the girlfriend was like very different to the way he was acting when they first met. And I remember speaking to her cause I was actually good friends with his girlfriend as well. And, um, she was, she was saying like, um, all of these kind of this kind of, uh, fun personality, like, uh, telling jokes, telling stories, being quite social and stuff like that. Um, he just kind of stopped doing it. And she was like, well, you know, what's going on here? And he was like, oh, yeah, like all that stuff I kind of associate with what, like going out and like doing the game stuff to like go meet a girl. Once I met, you know, a girl and we were in a relationship, like I just felt like, well, what's the point of doing that stuff anymore? And so that was a big thing. It's like you have to remember the, the, the behaviors and the, the things you were doing at the time when you guys met that she liked. You can't just stop doing those things. And it doesn't mean like go around and, and be like flirting and getting numbers with, you know, from other girls and all that stuff. Um, but it just means like, so for example, like I'll, like, I'll always do this kind of thing. Like we go somewhere to get drinks. We go somewhere to, uh, to get something to eat. Like they'll, they'll be an attractive waitress or whatever serving you. Like I'll still make jokes and be fun with her and get her to clearly show sort of signs of whatever attraction and be laughing at my jokes and things like that. And I'll just like be fun and sort of slightly flirty, but obviously in a, you know, it's not going anywhere, but, and then we'll get all three of us will be in this conversation and she'll just, you know, you'll, you'll see your girlfriend would like look over you like, Oh, okay. And like see the girl like showing signs of obvious attraction and laughing and sort of, you know, maybe touching you on the arm or whatever when you're, when you're, when you're chatting and just seeing like, I still have this, this is still who I am. Like I'm still attractive to other women. And it just creates that little, 
in a subtle, nice way, like we're all still having a, ni a nice fun chat, just creates that little thing of like, you know, I can, it, you know, if you're being, if you're being like whatever, cold or a bitch, whatever like this, like I, I have the ability to do this still. Like I can go out, I can meet, I can meet another girl. Like other women find me attractive too. So, you know what I mean? Like, don't just yeah, do. think that you can be complacent kind of thing. No, I, I, I know what you do. And I mean, I know what you mean. And to be honest, people being complacent in relationships is, yeah, I would agree that that is a massive reason as to why things go south. And going on to what you were saying about still flirting in front of the waitress or whoever it is, it's, that's the kind of thing that most guys would be scared to do because they'll be, well, number one, probably scared of like the failure or something like that. But then also number two, scared of looking like some kind of arsehole. Like the, I, cause society tells you that when you're in a relationship, you completely close yourself off 1000% to the opposite sex. That's what you're supposed to do. So even what you've just said there, if we were on TV, they would, the women in the audience and people would chastise you and lambast you. They'd say, how the fuck could you do that? No, you never, you don't flirt or tell jokes in front of your significant other. But the simple fact is your girlfriend, your wife, whoever, does actually need to know that you're still attractive. Is it some way that I've um, looked at this in the past? It's kind of like this. So as women, women are attracted primarily to things like personality, social status, etc. It looks kind of, but not really. Men are primarily attracted to looks. For any man who's listening to this, he doesn't quite get how this would be for a woman. It's like, we've all seen a woman who gets married and then lets herself go and puts on loads of weight. And it's like, none of us want that. No, you don't want your IG model girlfriend to suddenly start eating, right? Stop going to the gym, stop taking care of the skin, stop wearing nice clothes, and then just put on four stones of fat. We would all freaking hate that. But for a woman, that is what it's like when you stop doing those attractive things. The attractive things that you did in the courting process are the equivalent of you being a hot and sexy man. And then when they go, you're no longer hot and sexy. So if you're no longer hot and sexy, she's not going to perceive you as hot and sexy. So if she doesn't perceive you as hot and sexy, well, you're fucked, essentially. So yeah, that's what I'd say. But um, is there anything else as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. I would, say, I, would, I would say um, a big, like going into kind of that, uh, that status thing and, and, and what you were saying, which is absolutely correct, is as well, um, well, I think one big thing as well is don't, don't go into a relationship. And again, both men and women do this. Don't go into a relationship thinking that in some way, like that phrase in, in society that people say, you complete me, that is some of the worst oh God. shit ever, right? So yeah, yeah, don't yeah. go into yeah. a relationship thinking that this person is going to give you something that you lack and you need to like be completed by them. That is not like, you have to feel that you are enough yourself and then the other person is just like a is a compliment and addition to your already amazing life and, and existence that's really important like you want to be bringing her into an already awesome life that you're living and it's sort of like i'm going in this direction jump on the jump on the you know ryan train to awesomeville yeah. you don't want to get on the train don't get on the train no worries at all it's still going there whether you're mm. on the train or not. And I think mm. that's really important. So having this direction, like I have, again, like, and this is one of the things, like when I was, when I was dating five different girls, like I didn't really have the time to 
spend and the the you know the energy a lot of the time to really focus on kind of doing the the self development work and also working on you know my business and other things as much as I would have liked to. So it was it was more of a priority for me. So I put like have that focus and have that priority. Have things in your life uh, that are important to you that she's like she's like you know you want to join me in. In, in part of this or whatever and be part of it awesome but i'm doing this and if that's something that you whatever you're not interested in or whatever then go off and do something that you want to do um and i think that there's this idea we were just talking about this with, with my mate actually uh, just a couple of days ago neither one of us believe in this idea of compromise right i remember this there was this one episode of um what was that uh, what was that show with charlie sheen two and a half men where he gets some new girlfriend and she the girlfriend's really hot and he starts, he's literally starts like, oh, she's vegan or whatever. So he starts eating vegan, even though he hates it. And then like, or like, um, you know, she wants to go to a play or the ballet or opera or whatever, and he hates it, but he goes anyway, cause she wants to, right? Like as much as a woman might say that that's what she wants, she does not want you to do that. As soon as you do that and start compromising like who you are and what you actually want, just to be like, oh, cause I want to be nice or whatever. Like, again, you're doing something you don't want to do. She can sense that anyway. And then she goes like, what kind of, what kind of spineless guy is this where he can't even just say, yeah, not really, not really for me, thanks, but go enjoy yourself. So have like very importantly stick, like have things you're doing and goals and, and stuff you're working on that are bigger and more important than, you know, than her. Um, doesn't mean be a dick and be like, whatever, you know, fuck off, love, I'm, you know, I'm busy kind of thing. But I think that's that's like a really really important thing, and I think one thing that again one quality in like understanding, uh, you know what the qualities are that are important. One quality that we both share is kind of a a thing around improving ourselves, personal development, and stuff like that. So like having little things. Well, if you have that, then you can both be developing and moving forward together, like growing as people together. I think like every long relationship that I've had, um, whether it however it ends or whatever and it ends it's sad if a relationship ends or whatever and stuff like that but like I always I always come out of it feeling like well during that time I did grow as a person with that other person and you know two people grow and sometimes they grow apart sometimes one person stagnates the other person grows and they they grow apart that way but um having having things like that so just like one random thing just the other day we just both decided um let's see how long we can do it. Let's see how long we can do a fast for, right? Cause a bunch of my mates were talking about like, Oh, I just did a 24 hour fast. I just did a 48 hour fast, whatever it is. So we just set ourselves like this challenge and we did a 120 hour fast from Monday to Friday. Um, like no food for fight, which is like pretty impressive considering just, you know, just for fun, just to challenge each other, like having little things like that, that you can like do together that is part of both, you know, neither one of us was like, oh, I'm going to sacrifice something, you know, for this person because they want to do it. We both really wanted to do that because we're both into like health and, and all the rest of it. So having things like that. And again, that goes into our values that we both share, which is something we discovered you know, early on in the, in the relationship. So, you know, be clear on the stuff that's important to you. Have your goals or whatever. If they're separate from her, fine. Keep pursuing them. Don't sacrifice them for your sake. And then you can always be having these novel new experiences. This is how we, this is how we stop things being, um, you know, stagnating or being boring is we're always having like new experiences. So we've spent the last, so since this whole Corona thing or whatever, um, 
since like March or whatever, we've spent a lot of time traveling around, right? Like we both have the same view on coronavirus, which I think is important. Like, I don't know how two people could have differing views about what's going on and be in a relationship. One's wearing, one's wearing a mask in the house and the other one's like, that's bullshit. I'm not sure. I don't know how that would work. Which one are you? um, uh, we both believe the whole thing's nonsense. That's again, we've been no, traveling around. One thousand percent. And it's just so funny. Cause like, cause like on the internet or whatever, again, she has like, she has like hundreds of, literally hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram and stuff like that. So she's been posting stuff about this whole thing's bullshit and being called like, Oh, you're like a, cons- you're like a right wing conservative. And it's just like, <laughs> it's utter non, it's, it's complete utter nonsense. But, people are people are weird but anyway yeah so we we have the kind of the same view on that and so we've been um going around like again one of our one of our kind of shared values is like new experiences and learning and stuff like that so like going around traveling having new experiences it's never going to get it's never going to get uh dull and uninteresting um if you're if you're um constantly having kind of new experiences that you're sharing together um and literally making memories with this person that um that's always new and always exciting and like discovering new things together like i'm always about doing that and so it can never even you know four years later five years later nine years later there's always going to be new things happening and i'm always going to be growing as a person so it's literally like four years into relationship five years into relationship we've literally changed and grown as people so we're two new different people at that point so it's never going to be this stale stagnating thing there's a couple of things you said that are quite powerful. So first one is, it actually reminds me of a quote from Will Smith. And now this quote doesn't have as much power now given what happened with him and Jada a couple of months ago, but still he's talking about relationships. And he said, the way re- this is the reason why me and Jada work, because if I was to come into this relationship, like my cup is half full and expect her to fill my cup, that's selfish. That's selfish of me. And it's a recipe for a terrible relationship. Actually, I come to the relationship with my couple ready for, she comes to the relationship with her couple ready for, and we both just enjoy the fact that our cups are full and we just create this fantastic, blissful relationship off the back of it. And it's like, when I say, look at some relationships I had in the past, like that were basically terrible. It was usually a case of me and the girl, like when I was way younger, wanting the other one to fill certain roles to actually complete us. Like you are in control of my happiness. My happiness rests on you. When you got into a relationship with me, you decided you agreed to do what was necessary in order to make me happy. I'm not happy, make me happy. And it's like, most people do that to some degree. Like they really do. And that's a very, very bad and terrible thing. And then also the thing you said about learning and growing together as well. There's another quote from Chris Rock when he was talking about relationships. And I forget the first part of the joke, but he said two crackheads can live together for a long time. Meaning that if you've got someone who's in a relationship, they do crack and another person doesn't, it's going to cause some kind of friction. But if they both do crack, they'll fucking love it. If you and your girlfriend are both into personal development, actually for any guy who's actually listening to this, you are actually into personal development because that's what this whole scene is all about. So you actually do want to find a woman who's into personal development. The reason being is that if you have a woman who isn't, and I'm saying this from personal experience, this is what happens. You start to grow as a person. 
you start to become more attractive either like physically because of the gym or financially or confidence wise or whatever and she stays the same then guess what happens she notices that you're now let's say growing beyond her because here's the thing <clears throat> women want a man who's better than them yeah but they want you usually the average woman wants you to remain at the same level you were at when you met her she doesn't want you to drop and she does definitely doesn't want you to ascend because if you ascend now you're attractive to even better women so if like if your score as a man your man ranking score let's just say for argument's sake taking into account everything that makes you you let's just imagine that you're a six fine and you're with a woman and the woman is a five whatever then you start to build yourself up you start to become more confident you do actually hit the gym you become stronger you have a bit of better shape also you got more money coming in because you're doing better at work whatever now you're actually a seven to a 7.5 your five out of ten woman isn't going to like that at all she's going to start to get very angry she's going to start to get very insecure she's going to start to sabotage you if you're let's say not having dairy for whatever reason because you're trying to i don't know watch your fat intake or whatever she'll just start putting dairy into your food without actually saying anything just to actually kind of fuck you over you'll do something very innocent like you'll go out with some friends and she'll be pissed off and angry and sending you messages angry while you're out with your friends to, to like poison drip you that's the whole like poison dripping the whole concept of poison dripping is where women will either consciously or subconsciously do things which are designed to break your confidence and bring you back down to the level that they feel comfortable having you at so if you as any man who's listening to this because it's highly it's kind of unlikely that you're just getting to game and they're like learn to become good with women and at some point you're not going to go oh well maybe i should improve my business or whatever this this shit just doesn't really end if you don't get with a woman who is similarly minded then you're screwed essentially so that's just something i would add but yeah yeah absolutely yeah. i mean there's a there's a lot on uh, there's a lot on that um which i really like and i think that's why that's why for me like a huge a huge shift and a huge turning point was again just from the very moment uh that i go up the like the approach the actual structure of it and coming from that place of honesty first all the way right through to you know texting and the date and stuff like that the way i do it it really does it really does a very good job of just filtering for essentially women who are of high self-esteem, women who can actually take a compliment and, uh, you know, who are, it just, it really doesn't like the, a lot of that um, kind of old school, whatever mystery method stuff from the, from the late nineties, mid to like early two thousands, it, it did, it does actually work a lot better with women who are a little bit, a little bit lower self-esteem and a little bit yeah, insecure, yeah. a little bit fake and stuff like that because those little those little jabs of like oh you know talking about how their nails are fake and all that stuff like will really work with them to be to make them sort of to dent their self-esteem a bit and um that's why like doing that exact opposite thing and just like very direct uh coming you know saying a compliment first expressing my interest like clearly right from the very beginning like if she's if she's low self-esteem or whatever she won't be able to take the compliment she'll be like oh this is weird or whatever whereas like an, an absolute sort of 10 and who has the like the mindset and the um yeah like the self-esteem uh of a 10 will be like oh thanks very much and just be very happy about it and so it just really it really helps to um yeah start things off the right way and yeah absolutely the cup the cup half full is a great 
uh, is a great kind of analogy thing. And uh, it was it was just triggering something in me as well, which is like, um, I think for a lot of, for certainly for me, like if I if I look back, you know, it's it's absurd and ridiculous. It's probably not what most guys actually feel that they want to sort of be dating five different girls at the same time. Like it's ridiculous. And if I look back at why it was really, that was kind of, for me, was filling a, a, a place like a, a, a void that had come up in my early life, like most of my life through my teenage being kind of awkward and, uh, and, and anxious and stuff like that, not going on any dates, like not having a girlfriend until I was, until I was at, at university um, sort of made me believe like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not attractive or whatever and, and things like that. So that constant kind of thing for me was a way to get that, like what was my, I was empty a bit and I was empty in that area of kind of that external validation and uh, kind of attraction from women. And so I kind of needed to do that a bunch and do that a bunch and do that a bunch until I eventually was like, okay, yeah, I'm sort of good with that and I don't need that anymore. And I could really come to that relationship much more full. And I would say like, that's one way of doing it. It's not the only way, but I think like so many guys, they're arriving at that, they're arriving into that relationship still a bit empty in terms of, in terms of like doubting themselves or not sure whether it's their confidence or whether it's how they feel about themselves or whatever it is. And so again, if you're, if you're arriving at that relationship and it's, and it's a monogamous relationship, then you're really putting yourself in a, in a, in a bad place because then she, you know, you're giving this power over this person that was, yeah, that was a great point that you said. As soon as you're slightly empty and you need some kind of external validation or something, somebody else to do or say something that's gonna make you feel some, some type of way to feel good about yourself, you're giving them total power over your emotions, which is absolutely terrible. And guys do this a lot. They give complete power to this woman. She's the sort of gatekeeper of sex, right? And if you're, if you're, being externally validated where it's like, oh, if I get sex from her, I'm going to feel good. Right. Then it's like, shit. Well, what you're going to end up doing is it's going to use it incredibly needy. Slightly. Well, mm. the thing is like, even so like just subconsciously, but you're going to be so needy because now it's like, I have to make sure to tiptoe around and, and tread on eggshells and not say anything wrong. Cause if I say anything wrong and like piss her off, I'm not going to get any sex. And then I'm going to feel, and then I'm going to feel shit. Like, that no, that's is a that's what I mean. Way to be in a relationship. I have. I'm not saying I'm perfect in any way, shape, or form. Because trust me, I'm not. And my past relationships have actually all been bad. It's like it took me a long time to work out exactly who I was and what I want from a woman, etc., etc., etc. Which is something I've been doing for the past few years. And anyway, but the point I'm kind of making is. One issue I never had was women using sex as a weapon against me because I always cared less than they did. And it's kind of like, if you're in a relationship with some woman and let's say she's not like of the healthiest kind of mentality as well. And she's a little bit insecure and she needs to do things to prop herself up and to give herself a little bits of power and control and know where she stands, etc. If there's something that she really feels like you need, then the odds are she's going to start to use that against you. Then it's going to be like, hey, let's have sex. Like, oh, no, I don't want to, I don't want to. And she knows that you're frustrated. Like she knows. And really and truly, she knows that if you guys actually had sex, I mean, how bad is it going to be? Worst case scenario is going to be like mildly enjoyable. 
you know, you're probably not terrible in bed. It's going to be like that's what I shoot. That's what I shoot for. That's what I shoot for. Like, how was that love? That was mildly enjoyable. That's well, that, that's that's my goal. That's, that's that. what, yeah, if I could get to that, that that's yeah, what I'm working towards. Like, it's mildly enjoyable. It's like, oh, brilliant! Smashed it, mate. Absolutely oh. smashed it. <laughs> but you see, it is the thing though. It's like really and truly. It's like when you get women are like, oh, you know, they they don't want sex or don't want sex. Like, why? Because again, if the guy was so terrible, you probably wouldn't have gotten into a relationship with him anyway. And if he's that terrible, you should probably tell him why he's terrible so he can sort it out what the fuck he's doing wrong. Why is it that she's, no, 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 no. I mean, part of it is because she wants control over you and it's something that she knows that you absolutely need. You know, and that's just something that you can't do. But um, Mr. Ryan Black, I know we're kind of running out of time. I know you've got some other stuff to do and so have I. Is there anything you want to say in closing? before we wrap this up i mean we've this has been a great conversation and you've given some fantastic info but yeah is there anything else you want to say uh yeah what i would say is um just to close is in general in general i think a lot of times guys stay in relationships too long out of this kind of well uh i don't know if i can get you know something better and, and and things like that that you imagine that like oh i'll never you know i'll never meet a girl as good as her and stuff like that and i've i've always had as i mentioned that this sort of uh perspective just from my my own experience always and and, and whatever which is like there's there's almost always i mean i can absolutely guarantee there's billions of women on earth so rather than rather than coming out a relationship from a perspective like oh you know i have to make this work i have you know how can i how can i change myself or whatever or modify myself to suit this other person how can i compromise how can i do all the stuff uh just go out there with the belief that you can find someone that has all the qualities that you're looking for um and that is a, you know amazingly compatible and is even more attractive and e even more awesome and even more intelligent uh than whatever whatever girl you know you've ever been with like they're they're out there they really are and if you're coming from that sort of just that mindset of abundance like it's there it's possible then you can like it's it, everybody everybody whatever stage you're at can create a relationship that's really really fulfilling uh and really happy and where you're coming to a place where you're both complete and you complement each other and create these amazing experiences together um and it's possible for you well that's brilliant man thank you thank you thank you so in closing how can people get in touch with you if they've liked everything they've heard based on yeah, this conversation how can someone reach out to you? you can you can find me on facebook ryan black uh and i'm also at ryanblack.us uh where you can find i've actually got a a little free resource uh on that site at the moment uh which is a few messenger scripts that you can use on any dating app to start getting more conversations going and start getting more matches. All right. Well, sweet. Thank you very much for your time. Oh, and by the way, I'm on Instagram at Kieran Callum. You can also join the Game Global uh, Facebook group if you haven't already done that. Um, there's going to be a link in the description. But thank you to the person who is listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have yourselves a great day. Thanks for you, or thanks to you, for taking part in this chat, Ryan. It's massively appreciated. And yeah, bye, everyone.
Bye. Yo, 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 this is Kieran. And if you feel inspired by everything you just heard, but not quite where you want to be with women, I can help. What you need to do is go to calendly.com forward slash Kieran Callum to book in a free breakthrough session with me. We will speak about where you are right now, what you're dealing with, what you're struggling with and how to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Calendly.com forward slash C-I-A-R-A-N-C-A-L-L-A-M. Take it easy. Goodbye, listeners. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 